I am Lucas Mack, and I'm on a mission to see the hurting get healed and the healed go out and heal others in order for all of us to experience the true love and light we desire. This podcast is me sharing my journey with you so you don't feel alone in your journey. Welcome to the Golden Rule Revolution. Hello, my brothers and sisters, and welcome back to another episode of the Golden Rule Revolution. I am Lucas Mack, and it's such a pleasure to have you join today. And I'm excited to bring this episode. We have Cindy Edison. She channels the teachings of Joseph. If you've heard of Abraham and Esther Hicks, you will also really enjoy Cindy and Joseph. And she shares the story about how Joseph first started communicating to her how um, it's tied into Esther Hicks and Abraham. And this is a really cool episode. As when I grew up, I thought, well, I was taught channeling evil, demonic, wicked, um, and it couldn't be anything (laughs) further from the truth. And there are so many beautiful souls bringing the message of love and light to the world right now. And this is one of those beautiful souls. And I'm so thankful Cindy came on and I hope you enjoy. So exciting. It is. It's an incredible time to be alive. It's an incredible time to remember. It's an incredible time to be free. Yeah. Incredible time. I can't wait to watch the movie and and read the books. And can you imagine the history that's going to come out of this? Yes. The real the real quote unquote Bible. Yeah. <laughs> and written, yeah. You know, I listened yeah. to your story and, and we can get, we can get, first of all, thank you for coming on the podcast. Well, thank you for asking me. I'm so, I, I love these. I love, I love this. I mean, you know, I want to talk to you about something too. I don't know what you, but maybe after we get done or if you want to do it now, we can, but sure. I thought about it last time. You tell me. Go for it. Let's do it. I, you know, I have, I spent years, 35 plus years in advertising and creative advertising. And um, I have always wanted to do a radio show. Always, always, always. In fact, I did one back in the, who was I married to then? Let's see. Um, back in the, <laughs> back in the mid nineties. Um, and that was the time of the reel to reel and stuff. And my husband set it, set it up in our house with a reel-to-reel, we set up like this little recording studio in the living room. And I had my, my friend upstairs who was my co-host and he had the whole thing rigged and it sounded like we were recording. He even, he even rigged the phone so we could have a call in, you know, and we taped a, a 15 minute show and sent it out to a couple stages. It was, it was really hilarious. But anyway, so ever since then, I've always wanted to do a radio show. And I think I've been talking to Joseph about this too for a while. And, um, and I think it's time, and I know there's a lot of, sorry, I have an eyelash in my eye and it's bugging the crap out of me. Um, I think it's time for an ex, almost like an expanded version of a Hay House. Mm, yes. Hay House, in my opinion, and that's not, and generally speaking, because I know there are, you know, I, I love Hay House and I love what she did. And, yes. um, but, I, but I think it's, uh, it feels to me like it's time for the next stage. Yes. 
all of those people, those wonderful way showers, the Wayne Dyers and Abrahams and Bashar at one time for a minute, you know, Anita yes. Morjani, they're, they're opening the doors, you know? Right. And I think it's time for an expanded version. I think people are ready to start. I people, I think people want it. I agree. I, not only do I agree, I think what she did and what Hay House provided was holding space in the 3D yeah, realm. Exactly. To the first step. Conscious. It was the first step. It was the realm. It was still 3D, but it was awakening that yeah. the higher consciousness in 3D. Now that we're moving into 5D, we don't need 3D awake. We don't need to talk about the new earth anymore because the new earth is here i mean available it's, it's available now now we need to teach i think the knowledge of inwardly going and mastery of of unlocking self. it all and mastery of self and having no more stories and no more head knowledge i, I wrote the other day someone said you know i mindset and i feel like mindset is so 3d i've you know being in owning an agency and being in uh vistage groups and ceo or everything mindset mindset yeah i'm tired of mindset we've yeah, heard mindset set. for a hundred years it's heart set yes yeah coming back to this place of being and flowing from this the epicenter of our love yeah yeah so I agree. I discovering would love that. more of who we are, discovering more of who we are, discovering. Yes. We're constantly discovering. You yes. know, it starts to piss me off. I, I, and it shouldn't, but it, it does. Um, <laughs> now when I see and hear the old paradigm teachings, you know, it, it pisses me. And I, and, and I have to shake myself and say, no, Cindy, they're, they're, most of the people have no idea right. what we're talking about, right. you know? Yep. So they have to they have to learn it that way, maybe. But I'm saying, well, you don't have to go through that step. Just teach them the right way. Yes. You know? Yes. Skip that. Skip that. Unlearning. There's no unlearning. We're not unlearning. We're expanding. Yes. Come on. Come on. Let's get in the right frame of mind, you know? Right frame of heart. Yes, Ooh, right I gotta frame of heart. Yeah, right frame of frame heart. Of heart. <laughs> and, and I think most people are afraid of their hearts is now that this I've never said this or thought this, but I think most people are afraid of their hearts because their hearts have carried so much pain. Yeah. They don't know what to do with the pain. And so they just avoid their heart. They stay in their head. They read all yeah. the books. They read, they have the knowledge. They can give the dissertations on this yeah. and that and give their reasonings and they can listen to the news and feel educated by CNN or MSNBC. <laughs> or, you know, they have a, they have a, uh, visceral uh, reaction to Fox news. If they're on the left or if you're on the right, you have visceral reaction to MSNBC, all these, all the, this is all head. This is yeah. not coming into the heart and saying, right. There's no truth in it. Yeah. You can't right. feel no it. You got to feel the truth. And how do we know? Because we're not made free by it. We're caught in the flow of it. We're not out right. of the flow and saying, Hmm, as an observer, Oh, that's yeah. Why are they saying it like that? Why are they wording it like that? What is their intent for yeah. me to get hooked into something that isn't of my own design? Yeah. Yeah. So I would love to see the next, the, the now it's not even the next generation. It's the new birthing. It's the expanded. Of, yeah. It's the expansion. It's the evolution of yes. our, our human content. consciousness. Yes. And the content that can. Yeah. 
guide and support in that. The next phase. Yes. That's really you know? beautiful. I think that's great. I, I really like to do it. So, so what? Well, to, well let's, <laughs> you talk, let's think I wanna, about it. You think about it and let's talk yeah. about it. Okay. I don't know how it would work, but we could figure it out. I mean, there's millions of people on a satellite radio. I yeah. want to, you know, I'll talk to Joseph about it too, because I never like to um, step out before the time is right. And I haven't, I haven't done that in a while mm. because, you know, Learned, to step yeah. out too, you know. Yeah. So, um, but I, I really felt like after our conversation last week, um, I started thinking about it in the middle of the conversation. You know, and then I thought about it a little like throughout and I said, you know, maybe it's time to do this. Mm. So, and when I start thinking that if the doors start opening, you know, so yeah. if you start thinking about it and you start to feel good, or, yeah, this could, you know, you start to get some ideas and then maybe some doors will start opening. I know some people. I love it. Kind of. I, love I don't it. know. The right. Pe- I, I think it's amazing. And what an honor for, I feel honored. And wouldn't it be fun? And you have a great voice. Well, you have a great voice. You know, I have to tell you that every single one of my, um, you know, Joseph, Joseph said a while ago, um, start, start doing, he gave, they gave me the idea of the um, client sessions thing. Mm. You know, all those videos I have on YouTube and, and I really hemmed and hawed. I'm kind of a behind the scenes. I'm not a, I don't want to be on camera, you know, radio something different because I'm a talker, Mm. you know, but they said, no, you got to do it. I struggled for about six months doing it. Finally, I said, okay, I'm going to do it. And I started just inviting people on that I had a rapport with. Mm. And I think that was for my own, you know, they don't get many views. I mean, my audience has been a slow growth, but it's going to bam. I know it's going to bam as soon as it's time, yes. you know, yeah. so they're, they're making, allowing me to make all these, you know, I didn't want to say mistakes, but to figure it out yes. Yes. as I do it. Yes. You know, and it's helping people. I get emails all the time saying, thank you for doing this. I'd answered a question or something. And that's the point, yes. you know, but every one of them, I think I want, I, I go into it thinking, I wonder if, if this one will be the radio co-host hmm. and none of them, none of not one has struck me. And then after we talked, I, I said, okay, you're so comfortable behind the mic and you're so <laughs> vibrant. you got this great energy and you're a guy. Mm. And I think the combination is really good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think, <clears throat> I think the whole combination, I think it works. I think our, our banter is good. It is good. It is good. And I think we give a different perspective and I think the audience would just, we double our audience. I would love it. I think um, I'd be honored. I'd be honored. I think it would be amazing. I did. I did a radio show. So I went into TV. I was, you know, on air live um, every, every day oh, I was live. Now it all makes sense. Um, yeah. And <laughs> you know what? My, my journey has been, I had a band in college and I remember feeling like if I, I mean, just the energy of connecting to people listening. And if I played slower or louder, I could like move this energy. And I started to play with energy while I was playing music. And then my very first job in TV was I was an audience coordinator for a live local talk show. So I'm the guy on the side that like get people to clap, you know, when some oh, cool. Polly came on the show <laughs> and she got a standing ovation. She thought she, you know, people, but I had <laughs> practice with the audience. Like I want you to just, was going crazy. And then it, it ended up being a great show. And so I felt energy 
I took what I learned in the band to this audience because I did a pre-show, like an entertainment. I, I did all sorts of fun stuff for the audience, but I learned right away if I did a joke and it didn't work. I mean, there was like immediate response. <laughs> like yeah. I would try something and it just fell flat, no energy or yeah. something worked. I could feel it. So then I took that into my first reporter job, which I was the morning reporter, live, one-man band by myself in the middle of a small market. I did all sorts of crazy stuff. And, stuff <laughs> in the and I took that energy of kind of, of knowing the response and cadence of people, even though I couldn't see anyone and there was no one around me, it was just me and the camera. Yeah. I felt it through the audience. And to this day, I still feel that energy. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. The connection. Like yeah. you and I could be sitting in the same room right now. It yeah. yeah. This happened to be 3,000 yeah. miles away, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's, I think it, I don't know. I just, it feels really good to me. Mm. But I'd like to kind of blue sky a little bit. I know we've we got to do this thing, but um, when we talk about this again, I'd kind of like to blue sky the idea of doing something different than everybody else is doing. Mm. And, you know, and I don't know what that is yet, but, you know, everybody is, everybody is on Zoom now all over the world. Everybody's on Zoom and they all, I'm in my office, you're in your office, everybody, you know, and they're doing, I want to do something different. Mm. I don't know what, I don't know what it would be. I don't know. Maybe we just hang flags behind us. I don't know. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Something different though. Something well, your flag behind you is really good. That's wow, really thanks. good. I do love it. <laughs> Maybe, you know what? Maybe if you could move and then take a picture of your background and I can put it behind here so it looks like we're in the same place. That would be cool. <laughs> I will. I'll try. <laughs> Let's try it out. Wouldn't that be hilarious? Oh, I love it. I have that a, would be I hilarious. Have a I have uh, all sorts of stuff back there. Um, that would be yeah. hilarious. That would be cool. That would be... <laughs> one, of my, one of my friends is um, a Hay House author, um, and she's been also – she's in Sweden, Gordana Burnett, and she is also feeling the – that was it really? time in the past. Yeah. And she's blown away. She's really woke. She's a David Icke. Um, oh, yeah. She's a David Iker and, and Charlie Ward and um, – She's in Sweden. She just can't believe her friends that she's been close with. She writes a column, I think, in Maria Shriver's thing once a month. And she's like, like overnight, something turned off and they're, you know, they're all kind of moved. But it really, she has never been part of that. She was in that group because she yeah. has a long book and, and, and different things. But she's one for the new earth too. And she was got to play in the sandbox of the old earth. But she is shocked that all these people that seemed awake were are anti-waking right now yeah it's it's uh, it's amazing scary wild so she would be a good one to have on as a guest oh yeah you, you gotta get yes. you know yeah then we got sweden we this is global they told me since the beginning this is going to be a global thing cindy wow this is global so we'll get you know we just got to reach out there yes and start spewing stuff mm. <laughs> I have my buddy is the creator of the great awakening map. I don't know if you've ever seen that he's in Thailand. He's a, um, Dogen, um, monk. Oh Uh, my God. Wow. Amazing graphic designer. Um, worked in agencies in Los Angeles, then 
left and became a monk and he created oh. the great awakening map which is woken so he's in thailand we we, we will get a global we've got we've got yes. people all over the place we've yes. got people all over the place yahoo um, i love it that's cool let's do it <laughs> this could be really good this is gonna be this is gonna be beautiful well i i'm really excited to have you on and i'm really excited to bring your voice to the world my small part of the the world, the little sliver that I Well, my I have a sliver too. Well then we Right now we're slivers. We're slivers. But we are slivers of that pumpkin pie, remember. Yes. Yes. And I love pumpkin pie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. It's my favorite. <laughs> it's my favorite. <laughs> um I first of all, I think where when did you was it when did you feel connected not just the Joseph, not just the, your guides, not just the channeling, but when were you aware of yourself being a little different than everyone yeah. else? A, a few things happened. Um, I was in my twenties and a few things happened like little things mm. like the first one that I ever really noticed out loud. <laughs> I was watching jeopardy one night. And uh, I was married to number one then, and I was watching Jeopardy, and he, he was in the kitchen. We were watching it, and, <clears throat> and the question was some unbelievably, I couldn't even understand the question. I had no idea what Alex said. It was one of those, you know? Yeah. And, and I looked at the screen, and um, I remember it was C. I don't know what that, I don't know what it was. And, it, and the C leapt off the screen at me and sparkled. And I said, and it was so fast. And I mean, I can't even describe it. But that's exactly what, how, how I experienced that. Yeah. And I said, no, oh, that's C. Just, you know, making fun of myself. And the answer was C. And I said, there was something to that. And, and, it, and it kind of puzzled me for a while. And then I was driving a couple of years later, I'm driving down a major thoroughfare in Atlanta. And I was, found myself in the middle of this intersection where there were like 10 or 12 intersecting roads and I was right in the middle of it. And I had my friend with me and all of a sudden, the only thing I remember was seeing from peripheral vision and her yelling, every single um, lane was coming at us. Like we were, every, everything was moving at once. And my car just took off and weaved in and out these cars and, and was ended up on the side of the road. And I was frozen in my seat. It was a weird thing, but it was apparent to me. And my friend looked at me and she said, uh, good driving. <laughs> she was scared. She knew too that wow. this was, it, it felt like somebody picked the car up and put it on the side of the road. Wow. I've had a lot of those experiences, but the first connection really, um, and I found somebody. My first connection was when I um, spoke to a, um, a deceased brother of a dear friend of mine. I went into, he was in such pain and I couldn't stand to see him in that pain. Mm -hmm. And I'd never done it. It just happened, you know? And I said, let's see if we can, I knew he, he needed to speak to him. And it was so it was amazing. I smiled like 
I can't believe I didn't get dimples from that day because I was just smiling harder than I've ever smiled and crying at the same time from joy, sheer joy. He was bawling because he could feel the vibration. Totally took him totally off guard. And it was so real. And that's when I said, oh my God, there's, there's really something to this. And then, you know, then Abraham showed up. Joseph really showed up, you know, yeah. with sunglasses and a hat on, <laughs> disguised as Abraham. <laughs> tell, yeah, tell me, tell me the process of how you first found Abraham, and then Joseph, how he revealed himself, and and the process of that. I had been um, talking, uh, recording my conversations um, for years. Well, probably five years, five or five years or so, um, clear communication, just clear. And, the, and they were talking about just me mm. um, trying to get my attention for five years. I mean, I was talking a lot. I mean, recording every day, just having conversations, questioning everything, constantly questioning and didn't trust any of it, but it was so real. I couldn't stop. Mm. And then um, I started listening to Hay House Radio at work one day out of the blue. And I'd been listening to the, to it for a few months, all the shows I was flabbergasted and I was just hooked on all of these people who were talking about this stuff. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden one day um, I see Esther's picture up there, you know, advertising for Abraham, whatever. And I didn't know who she was. I didn't know anything. And then every single day, all I saw was Abraham, 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 Abraham. Mm -hmm. And finally I said, all right, already. All right, I'll find out who she, I knew they were putting her in front of me. That's how they always do it with me. And sometimes it's a lot because I'm pretty stubborn sometimes. But um, so I went and found her. And as soon as she opened her mouth, I was hooked. Mm. And I, I dug up everything on them. I went every time I, I flew out places to see them. They come to Atlanta twice a year. I was there. Every, I was just in, enamored. And it felt like such truth to me. I couldn't. I couldn't move away from it. And that lasted about probably two years until I was writing one night, recording what I was hearing. And, and they said, we are Abraham. And I laughed out loud. <laughs> I just laughed out loud. And they said, um, you know, and they, they just started talking. I still have it marked the first con the first connection, whatever. Wow. And, um, and then I got validation from a teacher I had at that time who had heard from them too. And um, not for her, but she is my, she's the only other one that channels Joseph. And that's for my benefit. Wow. She doesn't channel them for anybody else. It's only for my benefit. It's an interesting uh, unfolding there. But um, so I spoke to Abraham and I was so confident because they were validating that for me through Esther's talks on Hay House, and I would just crack up every day. So this went on for a couple of years, and I was, there. you could not say anything at, to me that would make me believe it was anybody other than Abraham. There was no talking. I had so much validation, so much trust. So then I had the opportunity to have a session with Paul Selig, who I adore, and um, I met with him, and he we chatted for a few minutes, you know, was, didn't ask any questions. And then he said, what can I do for you? And, you know, I said, well, you know, I went in confident, you know, 
I'm a channel too. And he said, okay, then that makes a lot of sense. What we said about this, you know, and he's fine. And I said, and I'm talking to Abraham and he, he said, Abraham, like Esther Hicks, Abraham. And I said, yeah. And he said, no, 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 that's not the way it works. And I said, you know, now I'm looking up to him as we look up to, you know, a doctor that yeah. we're, you know, you know what I mean? So yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, I, it was like a stab in my heart. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, I'm not going to say anything. I don't think that's the way it works. Well, let's go to the guides. And the guide said, there is someone who is teaching through her and she needs to ask for a name. Mm-hmm. So I was pissed. I said, what is this? I've been duped. I've been, you know, I was really mad. Uh-huh. I was mad. Yeah. So I went home that night and, um, and I started talking to them and I said, what gives you guys? You know, I had calmed down a little bit and I wanted to give them the benefit of the doubt because I was so stuck on my belief. This is something I knew, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And they said, yeah. Cindy, just because a channel says something does not mean they know everything that we're up to. Mm. And that made me feel better. And I understood that. Um, because since, since channeling myself, I've become aware of how it works for me and understand now that it's individual for everybody. And, um, mm. and they said, we will reveal our name. We are Abraham and we will reveal our name to you at the right time. Mm. And so now I, I had some comfort, but I still was now really confused. I was confused. I'm like, I don't know what that means. So couple days later, I was just sitting outside and just enjoying, I don't know, I was just sitting there and wasn't really thinking of anything. And all of a sudden I see in my vision, clear as day, a propeller plane, you know, the kind that fly over the beach to announce big party someplace at five o'clock, be there, be square. And and there's that, there is this propeller plane, you know, going by me. And the banner said, Seth. And then there was another banner that said, Abraham. And then the third banner was blank. And they said, as I'm watching that third banner go by, they said to me, that's our banner. Wow. And I went, oh my God. And everything snapped at once. And I understood. I understood who they were then. And I understood why they were saying that they're Abraham. They were Abraham and they were Seth. And they were others who came before them. They are consciousness. I you know, I me chills. too. I yeah, I love this. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> it was so cool. So then, hmm. few days, I don't even know when, later on, I don't know when, I'm sitting there typing, right, with them, still don't know who they are. And all of a sudden, Esther's face is like right here, right in my, right, and I'm going, I'm, I'm literally going like this. It was right there. And I'm trying, and I'm still typing, I'm listening to them, and I'm still typing. And I'm, all this is like in a minute, you know. And as I'm thinking, what is Esther doing here? They were answering me and they said, you are seeing the lovely Esther because we don't have a face yet. And I knew at that point that face was me. And then it started to unfold. Then that was probably July or August, I guess, of when did I write the books? I don't know, 17, 16. I don't even remember, 16, 17. Um, and then a couple months later, they said, go away for 30 days and let's write the first book. And I did. And when they signed the welcome letter, that's when they said, we are Joseph. <laughs> They're sly, let me tell you. They're so cute. 
Which is just so amazing. So I've read the Bible seven times, cover to cover. Yeah. Multiple. I mean, multiple times have I read Genesis more than than those seven times. Multiple times I've read the New Testament more than those seven times, but cover to cover in progression seven times. What I'm so fascinated by, which is so amazing. So Seth in Genesis. Now, Genesis just means the genetic code, the order, the right order. The order. The order. Everything is disorder. Genesis is order. order. And it's not about the story of God and man and this. It's just about order. And Cain and Abel were old men when Cain killed Abel. They were old, old, old men that were taught that they were young Young boys. boys. They were not. They were old men. And when Adam, in Genesis chapter 5, Adam knew his wife again, and she bared a son, and they named him Seth. And Adam was 130 years old at that time. Wow. And it says, and again, men began to call upon the name of the Lord with Seth. Seth. What is Seth in the Bible in Genesis? This is so cool. This is so cool. We're talking now. This is so cool. So (laughs) Seth. So there were two high priests. What were Cain and Abel? They were high priests and they were bringing the sacrifice, the order because blood is this power source of life. And they were bringing sacrifice before God to be a covering for the people. Now this is biblical. I don't right. Of course, of course, it, yeah. or, but this yeah. is what they're doing. And it says in the process of time, Cain brought of the um, uh, fruit of the ground. So he stopped bringing the animal. He brought fruit, and God had respect into Abel and to his sacrifice, but into Cain, he didn't have respect. And Cain gets angry, and God goes to him and says, "Why are you angry?" He says, "Why are you wroth? Literally, why are you angry? You know what's right. You've been doing." something you've changed so why are you angry you know what's right and then when god drives him out it says cain says my punishment is greater than i can bear for this day you have driven me from your face so the greatest punishment that cain could have would be driven from the presence yeah and conversation and direct communication connection yeah most high source but abel's gone so there's no more direct communication to the people. There's no more channel until Seth and Seth replaces Abel. It says, and from Seth, you have, um, this is so cool. The seventh from Adam. Well, there's seven of them, by the way. Oh, then this is going to get even more wild. (laughs) I knew it would. (laughs) The seventh from Adam is Enoch. Enoch. Seventh from Adam is Enoch. The book of Jude was one chapter. It says the seventh from Adam, Enoch cometh prophesying that the Lord cometh with 10,000s of his saints. And I never understood because Cain had a son named Enoch. But then later there's another Enoch of the line of Seth. And Enoch is the seventh from Adam. The seventh what? The seventh high priest, the seventh channel of source to the people. And then from Enoch, wow. you get Noah's line. So Noah's from Seth. Enoch's from Seth. Noah's from Seth. Guess who else is from Seth? Abraham is Abraham from, Seth. from Seth. Because Abraham, right. the, the world teaches in Christianity that Abraham was like some 
wanderer, some guy that was seeking God. No, he yeah. literally was the lineage or the high priest. And yeah. he was stepping out of this darkness into the light of his mission. So from Abraham, then who comes after Abraham? Joseph, who comes, David, who comes, Jesus, who comes. Yeah. And yeah, so cool. Yeah. Isn't it cool? How so, this, yeah, it's so cool. Well, I'll tell you something else. Before they revealed their name, when we were talking one night, they said, uh, they said we will reveal who we are. Mm-hmm. And, and they talked about that. I need to fish that out. They talked about that a little bit. I had no idea at that time what they were, ref- what they were why they were saying that. Mm-hmm. Um, when they said we're going to reveal, I knew it meant to me, obviously, but I also knew that it meant we're going to reveal who we are. And I thought it had something to do with lineage. I thought that because I had no, I, I, I made it up. I didn't know. Huh. So when we wrote the books and we were talking about writing the books, they said, um, we gave you that visual of the plane so you can see, um, so you can visualize the evolution of consciousness. This is why we're saying Seth, Abraham, Joseph. It's not to write, and we've been blamed on this. Um, you're writing on Abraham's coattails. You're trying to get all their people. You know, people are very protective of their, of yeah. their, uh, yeah. their label. And, um, and they said, no, we are, we are showing this to you so you can see who you are through your own evolution of, the, of your human aspect. So they're showing the evolution of consciousness on other levels. You know, they're saying we are this consciousness of teachers. We're a collective consciousness of teachers. And we're showing you our evolution of the mess through the message. We're showing you our evolution from Seth and Abraham, now us, and of course, whoever will come after us. Yes. You know, and this is to demonstrate to you that you are us and you are, I'm covered with goosebumps right now and it feels really good. Um, but, and, and we are showing you our evolution so you can recognize it in yourself. So you can recognize your own evolution and the evolution of this, the, the human physical aspect of the soul, yes. which is us. Okay. And it's so cool. This is so cool. This is so cool. <laughs> and God tells Abraham that your seed will be as the numbers of the stars in the number of sand. So it's, innumerable yeah. it's in it's unmeasurable yeah. yeah now we're waking up to we are we this is the awakening to what we really are yes we don't have to do anything we don't have to believe or not believe right that's right it's just that's right that. it cracks me up when people say i'm trying so hard to expand i'm trying to like why you yeah. don't have to try. Don't try. Don't try because right. then you're blocking it. If you think right. you have to try, you're out of alignment. That's right. It's so much easier than we think. And um, I can't wait to get on this whole, you know, we're going to do a whole series of Joseph Shorts that will um, hopefully shift the perspective because you can't expand unless you shift your perspective and the way you look at things, you know, or you keep getting the same stuff, right? So you have to, you know, Abraham says, tell a new story, tell something else, experience Mm -hmm. something else, because every vibration has its own 
perspective. And so this vibration that we're moving into, the new earth vibration that has no fear, has a perspective that doesn't agree. It's not in vibrational agreement with the, with the contrasting realm where there is fear. So we can't pack our bags of fear and go anywhere with them. The doors are closed, you know, and we put the doors there because the doors are fear. That's the door. Oh, this is so good. So I just looked up uh, the meaning of Joseph. And it says from um, Iosef, the Latin from Greek, Iosef, which was the Hebrew name, Yosef, meaning he will add. So here's what's fascinating. The, the main line in the Bible of Joseph, you know, he, he's cast, sold into slavery by his brothers. They think he's dead. He raises into the house of Potiphar. Potiphar's wife tries to sleep with him and he, st- he rejects it. She accuses him of raping her. He's cast into prison. He... Uh, knows the knowledge of dreams he can channel he channels the pharaoh's dream pharaoh brings him in he becomes second in command of all of egypt and stores hears from god that there will be a famine so stores the grain for seven years so that the that there will be the, the food's covered his father abraham i mean wait abraham I, jake jacob comes down jacob jacob comes down and doesn't know his son, it's taken care of, but he says this amazing thing to his brother. He says, what you meant for evil, God turned around for good. good. Now, Joseph means he will add. So when you're saying we can't go back, there is no door back to fear. We are only adding unto now the goodness. There is only goodness. You can't go back into that 3D world. Right. You have to step out of it. Step out. You really have to step out of it. You, yes. you know, it's a, um, I get frustrated and they say, you know, and I think it's in the first book. I don't know. They say, um, they talk about going back and, and revisiting other things to try to clear energy and to clear it. I'm not faulting any modality ever. I mean, people, you know, resonate with whatever they need. Yeah. Um, but they're saying, you know, there's, it's no time for dilly dallying. Now we are, we are on the cusp and it's time to choose. Mm -hmm. They started calling this earth, the choosing ground, probably about maybe eight or nine months ago, Mm. maybe just that Uh, it is the choosing ground because we are, and we are living that, you know, in the, in its physical manifestation of this split, you know? And I say to, I, 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 I say to my, God, they just don't like to hear it. They just don't like to hear it. And it just breaks my heart. You know, so you got to choose. You got you to be on the right side of this thing. And I don't mean my side is the right side. That's not what I'm saying. You have to, you have to choose alignment. Yes. This is uncharted territory for the human aspect. You, we yes. have got to choose alignment and, uh, and allow our guides, allow our souls to guide us right. into this new vibration. We don't know what it's like to live without fear. We've never done it. Mm. So, we, so going back and spending more time in the vibration where all the fear is to try to figure out, you know, it's running back to the boiling pot to see what's cooking. You know, we don't, it doesn't matter. The restaurant is closed. You know, they, I love when they, uh, they did a post, um, a quote a little while ago and they, and they referred to, the earth plane as the carnival 
And they wrote this piece. I actually did the quote out of this. I was going to, I was going to make it into a blog. It was so cool. Comparing the third dimension of contrast to a carnival where you pay to see people uh, that don't look like you and you refer to them as freaks. Mm. And you go into the house of mirrors and you, your reflection is all distorted. It's not who you really are. Right. And you laugh at yourself, you know, and then you walk through the haunted house. You, you pay to be put in a position where you're fearful, mm. you know, and they said the gates are closing. It's time to leave the carnival, yes. you yes. know, and, and, and look inside instead of outside. I got a message this morning from, from a soul that I just have so much affinity towards. She, she was on um, the podcast. I had her on as a guest um, and she reached out to me and sent me the great awakening map this morning and said, I've, I've gone down the rabbit hole and want to learn more. And I said, wow. okay, I go get ready. I want you to know that I'm wow. with you and I'm your brother. You're not alone in your journey. And I sent her two episodes that I did with the creator of that. But I said, there's always a process of cognitive dissonance at first with this information. Just know regardless of, and I put in quotations, believing it or not, all will be well. However, most of society has been put under a spell of disinformation to keep us asleep. Welcome to the great awakening. Yeah. And, and wow, she nice. went on, she said, you know, I've been drawn to your stuff. And I thought, that's so interesting. Here's someone is coming to me for truth, but I have, my accounts not been truther, not been dropping bombs of, you know, like even yeah. before we started recording, like I want to like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, get, but I know I, my, I have heard clear as day. God tell me just stay. I actually, I'm refining, I'm hearing, I'm starting to listen more to guides and great. And be just why yeah. I am as, but, I did hear to stay in the alignment of love. I'm here to teach what unconditional love is the infinite and unconditional love yeah. is of the most high, what is available for anyone, everyone, anywhere, yeah. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. It's the most important thing. I think it's all important, but self love is so I'm going to, I, I forward, I shared somebody else. I stumbled on this video just this morning. Um, I will, I'm going to find that. I'm going to share it with you. It was so eye-opening to me how self-love and unworthiness is influenced into us at such a young age. And most of us don't ever come out of it. You know, when I started this journey with Joseph and they said, you must love yourself, Cindy. And I said, how do you, how do you feel something you've never felt before? Bingo. Yeah, that's great. That's great. I, I'll have to I'll tell you right now. I, uh, oh, it's 1111, um, <laughs> which is good. Um, <laughs> uh, I wrestled with that, hated that concept, fought it because I had so much self-hatred, even though yeah. here I am trying to teach love and, and do love I people. I love people. I love people. And I don't judge, but I had so much hatred and judgment of myself. And one of the practical things without even getting into more deeper philosophical or like, it's just the more courageous I was to face and, and expose what I was most afraid of, the more self-love I had. 
Why, if I didn't want to speak and I did speak, I'm like, oh, I'm pretty, I'm pretty cool. Nothing to be scared of. There's nothing to be scared of. And I felt more self-love and felt more self-love. And it's ironic because all that is, there's not, I don't know if it's ironic, but doing what we're afraid of pierces the veil of fear to show that there's nothing to really be afraid. And on the other side of fear is love. That's an interesting, if we can talk about that for a second, um, because we, we certainly understand this teaching mm-hmm. that, that has touched you and has changed you and your, your um, <clears throat> translation of the fear in yourself has brought you your own confidence and worthiness. We, on the other hand, uh, would never recommend, and most of this is my words, okay? When you hear words like never, you know they're mine. Um, <laughs> they would never say never. Um, we would never tell anyone to step into a place that uh, causes them to be fearful. We would say rather, is this belief I have about myself in or out of alignment? Mm. Now, some people, some people who are, and I was one of them who are immersed in that fear that manifests in all those ways, all the, the unworthiness, self-doubt, rejection, all that stuff, all that fear. If you're immersed in that most of your life, that's all you know. So as uncomfortable as it is, is as comfortable as it is, because at least you know what you're dealing with. Yes. Yes. You know, I know how this is going to make me feel. So lay it on me, you know, kind of yes. thing. Yes. And then when we step out and we say, you know, this is, it, that belief is out of alignment with the soul. Mm. All, all of fear is out of alignment with the soul. All of it. Every single bit of it. So every belief I have about myself, I have to say, if someone told me I was unworthy, and you're going to watch this video the same way I did. It was it's a, from the 1950s and what this teacher, Jane Elliott, I don't know if you ever heard of her. Amazing what she does with these kids. It's amazing and eye-opening to us. Um, But anyway, um, so we want to boil everything down to, because it saves time, we want to boil everything down to examining your beliefs from the perspective of the soul. Is this in alignment with my soul? Because when you are in alignment with your soul, you are pure, the pure vibration of love, right? So there's no, and that's the, the new human aspect Yes, that's perspective right. is that. Yes. Right? So anything that's not that is out of alignment with that. So if I have a belief that I'm unworthy, I have to say to myself, when I think about that belief, where did it come from? Okay, I know where it came from. It came from somebody else. Yeah. And that was their belief about them. That's right. It had nothing to do with me. That's you right. know, I was just, it was projected on me. So I became unworthy because they were unworthy. So mm-hmm. they're teaching me from an out of alignment, from an out of alignment position. So what I learned is of course then out of alignment and it manifests in me from that out of alignment position, which, and that's where we get on this roller coaster of out of alignment manifestations, out of alignment realities that we're experiencing and we hate. We're on, you know, not happy, miserable lives. Right. Go sit in a gray cubicle for 35 years, retire and die the next day. Yep. You know, yep. I mean, yep. no happiness because yep. the whole thing is out of alignment. So it really boils down to, and it goes, we like to cut out the middlemen all over the place. And we say, let's cut to the chase. 
is this belief in or out of alignment? Hmm. It might sound harder to do that, but it's not. Because when you can step like you did, when you step outside of yourself Mm -hmm. as the observer Mm -hmm. and step into the place of alignment from which, from where to observe it from, from where to observe it, you can see clearly what's in alignment and what's out of alignment. And that's where, that's how we would make a decision and a new choice because that's the choosing ground is the belief that is, that is our beliefs are what, you know, it's all mixed up with thoughts, intentions, belief, and it all comes down to that vibration, that creative vibration. And is the vibration, are we creating from the space of alignment creating our experiences from the space of alignment or are we creating from the space that is out of alignment, a position that's out of alignment where we are basically on our own. Mm-hmm. We're on our own and we are, we are looking outside of ourselves for the happiness. We're looking outside of ourselves for the direction. We're looking outside of ourselves for the help and all these things. And the outside of ourselves that we're looking at and for and from are other people. And people are giving us their beliefs because that's their experience. It's not our experience. That's why it doesn't work. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so good. Yes, yes. You, I, you made me think of this song. I wrote this lyric um, of a song when I was 17 years old. It said, "A baby cries its mother's tears that she's been hiding all her years." And, and the second verse was, "A father's rage leaves him blind, but soon he'll see in time." The the baby emotes what the mother cannot. The mother projects onto the baby to emote that unknowingly that's been the cycle and when we're sharing that other people's beliefs of us they want us to emote why do they project on us because they want to see the emote the emotion the emoting of their pain how they feel yes and they're unwilling (laughs) or unconscious unconscious of it they're unconscious that's right it's an unconsciousness of processing it themselves to align they would rather project right. onto another and see what it looks like. And then they feel better when they see the emotion, but they are not on alignment. They leave. Right. Wow. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That wow. makes so much sense because it's really, you know, because it's just, it's really, you can kind of picture it as um, you're, th- you're tossing around. It's like a, it's like a big volleyball game and mm. the ball everybody's hitting is a big ball of vibration and they're just hitting it all over and it affects you because you allow it to affect you because you're, you're, you know, we call this the pinball, the pinball analogy, mm. you know, and when you draw that, well, this is our age here. I don't know if the kids, if, if young people are going to understand, yeah, but yeah. you know, the pinball analogy with all the bumpers in there. And when the ball is shot and it just starts ricocheting off all these other bumpers and you're trying to keep it in play, by shooting it straight, you want it to go straight, but it hits a bumper and it affects its direction mm. and it manifests in another way. It either goes in the hole or comes back and goes, you know, whatever that is. So this pinball, this vulnerable vibration that we, get, that we have when we are out of control of it, which means other people are controlling it based on our awareness of our own control of it. Right, right. You know? 
I mean, if we are out of our, if we're out of control of our vibration, we are allowing other people to direct our path. Unknow, and then, you know, unknowingly. And to keep that in house, you going because I played a lot of pinball when I was young. <laughs> I love that, and it's not only when the ball's doing its movement, but when it's coming down, bouncing the anticipation. You feel that like yes, tied to the anticipating, and most of yes. us, perhaps a lot of humanity right now, is in that frequency because they see it changing but it's all in that reactionary i've got to hit those two lovers uh, you know don't miss yeah as opposed to detaching from and saying that's just the game yes i can play this or not i can walk away yeah you just matter to yeah you just you just don't play right you you don't play you don't play i mean yeah it's it's a really good analogy and Joseph said, we were chatting one night about everything that's going on. And I said Mm. to them, I said, there is so much information about everything now. I mean, more than maybe, well, and I'm paying attention more now than I ever have, but, but I'm seeing it's coming in every minute. My phone's dinging every single, you know, and it's just, it's overwhelming. And they said, Cindy, or I think I just lost this. Wait a second. Um, They said, yeah. Okay. They said, yes, this is why. Um, it's another reason why it's so important to connect to your guides, connect to your soul and allow your soul to guide you because that's where the truth lies. This is where when something resonates with you as truth, regardless of what area you're talking about at any time, you feel the truth in it. If it feels like truth and doesn't cause fear, then it is truth. And where do you get that knowledge from? That's from your soul. That's right. But when you are in fear, if you're watching the, the news or whatever it is, there's so much information coming. And if you walk away from whatever you just saw in fear, and now you're off in an out of alignment position, you're, what if, what if, what if I'm going to do this? What if I don't do this? What if I, and you're off in that creative mode, setting up for your next experience, because you're looking to the outside to tell you the truth. And the truth never comes from the outside. It's always found on the inside through the feeling of that. Remember, the soul communicates with us through loving emotion. Yes. And the ego warns us through negative emotion when we're choosing out of alignment thoughts and experiences. Ego goes, stop, stop, warning signs all over. You know, I think of the robot from Lost in Space. <laughs> That's, that is, I'm, you just, I just saw these two groups of people. I see the religious world the Christian dogma dogma world on one side, and they are taught to not use their eyes, but all use this belief structure. Then I see they're they're equal in the yin yang of the progressive left who is taught don't use any belief system, but only use your eyes, which your eyes are fed constantly through the dogma of media and news and progressivism. And that is a really... It's a big deal. It's a big deal. I am like, what? That is a challenge for both groups to... It takes... What it does... It takes courage to leave... But what a big, because I left, I left. I mean, I was a Christian preacher. I ran ministry, but I was talking to someone yesterday. I was born into this 
chaos of religious structures and went in to master it to tear the house down. I was yeah. like a Samson who wanted to push the pillars yeah. in on myself and just bring, we're all going. So I knew something wasn't right. And you are. And I am, but now I'm doing it from the outside. I'm not gonna, right. Well, that's yeah, right. I'm not that's tight. right. I, I left the house. Like it's falling on its own, and you can come out. Well, with that's the right. Play. Yeah. Um, but you're right. It's still it's still falling. But sure. The. It's just um, like for instance, channeling. I know what the Christian narrative is of it. I know what the this. But then, if people can separate for a second, detach from that fear based narrative and yeah. go and say Tough. have you ever had a premonition oh yeah what is that well yeah. you know god's talking to you okay so you can you can dig that god but what is god we put a word to god but jesus said god is not a man he's a spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and truth so god's a spirit okay so god's a spirit we know he's not physical being you hear from the spirit but is that the God? Is that the mo- Is that the origin of all that? It is that these are just words that we use, but you can acknowledge, yeah, you have a premonition or you had this idea come to you. What's an idea? And when we can detach from the fear and just look at who we are, come from where we come from, as opposed to what's imposed to us, I think people will wake up and say, yeah, okay. Takes a lot of trust. Yes. It takes a lot of trust and most of, well, I'd say most of us, and that's, I have no idea why I said most, but me, certainly. I, because uh, I hear it from actually everybody I talk to. Um, we all have issues with trust mm. because what we, what we were taught to trust has fallen down, has disappointed yes. us. That's why we, you know, when we put our, um, our trust in people and we put our trust in other people, you know, well, if you loved me, you would make me happy. If you mm. loved me, you would do this. So we put all these onuses on everybody else to make us happy. And then they disappoint us. Of course they yeah. do. And so we don't trust anymore instead of trusting inside, you know, but when yeah. you trust your That's soul, right soul never lets you down and that's hard for us to believe because all we know is let down 100 percent. and when i went to this emotional intelligence training in 26 uh 2018 and it was divinely timed my good one of my close friends navy seal tells me about this and at first my reaction is what is this a cult and you know i do all the but i was in (laughs) such a dark place that I, I death is not any to me i attempting suicide like to to die is nothing for yeah. me nothing i don't we've lived through every one of them yeah and i'm not afraid to die i was afraid to live that's yeah. really what i was afraid of like life and what did that mean and all these things so i he i said what is this a cult and but then i'm like i'm asking this man who i trust explicitly with my own children. Why am I like, I trust them, but I didn't trust anyone ever. I would sit with my back to walls. I sit with my back to restaurants. I would always sit in my back of the class. I was, I didn't trust anyone because I'd be attacked at any time, anywhere in my sleeper. I mean, I light a sleeper, you know, like I'm, I was a mess. It was awful. And um, what I learned at this place and I had 
a born again experience. And I, and I went to a thing that I was told, this is satanic. This is, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, of course I said, I am. All this I don't stuff. understand it. Exactly. And I went and I even said, Satan possessed me. I remember the very first time I did a guided meditation, I said, possess me then fucking show up. If you're so real, fuck you and do what you're going to do. Like I love that. And, and stood up to it. it. Yes. Fuck this. Sh- I can't. Ta- yeah. Ah! <laughs> it's just like, yeah. Yeah. Do it. Take my yeah. body over then to, to yeah. have your way. And nothing, nothing happened. But you know what did happen? All of a sudden I- Yeah, I know what happened. Oh, yeah. I started like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I feel, and no, I wasn't judged. And all of a sudden it got to this place where I experienced unconditional yeah. love. And the- Great event for you. It was a great event. And- mm-hmm learning the sorry i was like where was i going what was the team they taught at this thing that you can be trusting in a loving person at all times this was so foreign to me but not everyone's worthy of your trust and not everyone's worthy of your love but you can be trusting and i thought yes oh that's alignment I was like, okay. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, Yeah, I can be trusting because I've been backstabbed, betrayed, betrayed so many times in my life. Oh, betrayal, 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 betrayal. And it hurt. And I was tired of being hurt, which is why I didn't want to live. I know. And then when they said, you can be trusting, but not everyone's worthy of your trust. Yeah. Yeah. Even right now, there's just such an important message. You can be it's loving so everyone's important. worthy of your love. So important. Absolutely. You love their soul. Well, yes. 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 When you love yourself, you know, they did a quote a while ago and I'll mess it up, but they said, if some if if you if you feel unworthy, it's because somebody told you that it was, and it was, it was somebody who felt that for themselves because anybody who loves themselves would never, would never uh, tell you you're unworthy. Yes. That's right. Because so, so when you have self-love, you automatically, that self-love is alignment and you automatically love everybody because you're looking at everything from your soul's perspective and it's all love and you see you see people's soul mm. you know you say they, their behavior i'm not crazy about their human behavior but i love the soul yes. i love the soul of them you know yes. and that's the that's the peace and that's the inside trust you know that and they said to me one time they said cindy you can never trust well so many of these trust conversations they said you can never trust somebody on the out somebody outside of you more than you trust yourself. That's right. And, and I said, and then when I was talking to, in the beginning, when I was talking to them, I'm like, how do I know? You know, I don't trust myself. I don't trust, I know I'm hearing you, but I don't trust myself. And they said, you can't have it both ways. You can't trust us and not trust yourself because That's we're the right. same. That's right. It's a big, you know, but it's a big shift for our our current understanding, the current human understanding, because it's, it, we're taught everything is outside of us. Yes. Everything, you know? So we're kind of pulling in the rope. We're going like this. No, 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 no. Take it back to, you know, no, yes. no, no. It's different over here. It's different over here. So that served us 
not really. It served us in the contrast. It doesn't yeah, serve us in the new vibration. Don't want. Right. It doesn't serve new, but it showed us, it served us in knowing what we didn't want. Right. Yes, yeah. absolutely. It, it assisted in our expansion, of course. Yes. So yes, because when we're placed in the contrast, when we choose to come to the contrast, we're choosing it so we can choose. So we can choose love. So we can choose. And if there's no contrast, there's no choosing. So we come here and we say, okay, now we're in the position where we can choose. I say, we're going to choose our way out. We're choosing, you know, I look at this whole thing like, you know, the last half of the Poseidon adventure. (laughs) I do. Yeah. You know, don't trust that captain guy. He's telling you to sit tight with the water's pouring in. Get up here. Yes expand now focus on the focus on what's important and what's important now is our own self evolution our own every time somebody steps forward and expands and there's no degree of expansion it just is yes but every time somebody expands all of us expand together our souls expand the universe expands so it's so important right now to you know, to create, they said the other night that, you know, the light workers that are here now and the way showers and the teachers and all of us coming up now, and there's millions of us stepping in, they're stepping on the train right now. Here's your stop, get on, get on, you know, all coming in at different levels, different understandings, different perspectives, um, all coming in. And our job, other than in addition to, I should say, um, uh, assisting in the ushering in of the human collective, which is by example, we, our job is to hold the light, hold the light for everybody who's doing the work. Yes. Yes. Hold the light, hold the light, because the light draws more of itself, like everything. So if we're focused on the light, you know, when I pray, they say, pray, pray, pray for this person, pray for this person. I, my form of prayer is... Uh, I close my eyes sometimes, not all the time. And I just envision right here in this third eye, I envision the entire world covered in light, mm. just a just a rainbow of light over the whole thing. Just light, 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 light. Yes. Just so much light to draw people. Come on, you know, we're shining a light. I feel like I'm at the end of the tunnel. I'm, we are the light at the end of the tunnel. Yes. They're saying, Joseph's saying, we are the light at the end of the tunnel. It's like walk toward the flashlight. You know, I have to tell you, toward the flashlight. I have to tell you the story. I shared it one time before on this podcast, but um, plant medicine has been a has been a beautiful assistance in healing. So many of these things are aligning in so many of yeah, these well, areas. Yeah, either one is fine. Expanding. Yeah, yes. yeah but I, I have, I remember our, our first conversation. Yeah. Like, okay, you know, aligning and expanding and Yeah. Um, but I was, I was on psilocybin and working through some stuff and, and looking and all of a sudden I heard like this, shoot your hand into shoot light into all the tunnels of the earth. And I did like, like, it was like, and the entire core of the earth was full of light from what this, and it was so powerful. And I came across, I encountered a bean and it was huge. It must've been 20 by 20 foot, this four legged reptilian creature with like a turtle head. And it was very dark and the light came to it and it it looked at me and I'm looking at it and 
it didn't want to leave, but it couldn't be there any longer because I had already called the love of the law of love over the earth before I heard shoot light into the earth. So the earth was already covered in love. It, the earth is under the law of love. Yes. That is the law. Yeah, it's ascended. Yeah. There's no thing else. There's no laws of man that supersede the law of love that is on the earth. So I shoot a light down and I see this creature and it wasn't aggressive. I didn't feel scared. It was like we met each other and it, and it had lived in the darkness for a very long time in the, in the center of the earth. And it was conscious and it saw me and it didn't want to leave. And I said, then you have to go. Meaning he wasn't going to leave on its own. That energy was not going to leave on its own, but it had no more authority to operate. It was like stuck and didn't want to go. And then it was our, my job for that is to say, then you have to go. You, I'm commanding you to leave because you don't exist in this plane any longer. Darkness, distrust, fear, division, worry, anxiety, stress, adultery, fornication, abuse, trauma, sexual predators, all these things, they just don't exist anymore. So either you can come out into love and come yeah. out into light and, and, and expose it all and bathe in all the love and truth that is available for us all in the now, or you just can't be here any longer. And this is not yeah. a judgment. I have to tell you this while you're telling this story, I'm trying, they're showing me, um, wow, it's really cool. Um, a version of your story. Um, and, and it was that the, 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 the reptile, the, I don't I want to call him a dinosaur, um, yeah, something like this. the dinosaur like yeah. creature yeah. <laughs> represented in this version, wow, represented current humanity. Hmm. And you're saying, you're standing up, holding the light, saying you must come this way. Yes. You can't exist here anymore. Yeah, I have children now. Yes. yes. Yeah, me too. It was so clear. You're holding this big ball of light saying, come. You were the flashlight. You're, you're saying, walk this way, come this way. And, and he didn't want to leave, doesn't. But he, he represented... Wow, this is so cool. Let me see if I can put words to this. Um, he, he represents, yes, the, the world of contrast and the human collective that cannot make its way. It wants to come, but the fear is holding it. And it will remain there. And it will remain. The, the contrast vibration, nothing happens. I mean, the, it doesn't go away. It still remains. We have to move beyond it. Yes. We have to choose something else. And so that was really cool. And when they said, shoot the light down, it was, I saw it from, from up and you were shooting it not only through that um, covering, like a, it went like a lightning bolt right down to the yes. middle of the earth and, it, yes. and it, it froze the earth kind of in light. For a, it, it was like it was like there was a suspension of time and, yes. you're, and you're saying, you're saying to that, to the human collective, come now, come now, the Poseidon adventure, come now, come yeah. now, or yeah. you have to stay. I, that was weird. I've, without, in, in, in no way saying this with ego or this is why I'm here. That's, this is no, there's no question this is why you're here. You are a light bringer, a light holder, a light sharer. You are, I see you standing like on top of a mountain, I see. Yes, I see you bringing really important messages and uh, really a, a a big voice. And a lot of your background was for this purpose, as was mine. Mm. 
Um, they've told me before, but it, it was to prepare us um, in this. We're prepared on the spirit, of, but in this, uh, in, the, in this current timeline of the contrast, mm. because of course it evolves too. Yes. You know, it expands too. Yes. Every time somebody says, you know, I hate your guts, it expands. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. every time there's a riot, it expands. Right. You know, choose something else. Choose, choose a different reality. Yes. You know, there's, there's every vibration has its own reality. Mm. So we get to choose that. We get to choose everything. Yes. Cindy, thank you so much for coming on and sharing that story. And, and thank Joseph for me. <laughs> um, blessings to you all brothers and sisters over the next couple of days and weeks ahead, the world is going to radically change. Things that you have a paradigm about will be disrupted. Things that you've held on as truths might be eliminated. It all must come forth in order to bring the new earth, the new existence, the love and light, the 5D space that we're entering. So be grounded in love, walk in love, be in love, Surround yourself with love and just know that everything is going to be okay. Everything, everything. I bless you with love. I bless you with light. I'm Lucas Mack. This is the Golden Rule Revolution and I look forward to speaking with you on the next episode. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for listening. For support in your journey, go to my website, lucasmack.com. <laughs>